With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. I am uh, talking a little bit uh, about offensive recruiting today. I'm solo on the show. Uh, I've got uh, uh, a bunch of guys on the, a bunch of the guys are on the road. Uh, Jerry Hamilton just coming back from Orlando. Uh, Joe Cook uh, also uh, involved with uh, some stuff on the road as well. Uh, and I will have those guys on later this week as well as, as, well as our normal uh, state of the program episode uh, with Eric Nolene. Uh I want to talk about offensive recruiting today uh, because it's an article I wrote for Inside Texas this morning. Uh, but before I get to then, before I get to that, I want to talk a little bit about a couple of things right now, and that's where the Longhorns stand in recruiting. Uh, Longhorns currently at 18 verbal commitments on the 2023 campaign. Uh, they have several offers still out on the table. Uh, it, it looks like there's a couple of big dates coming up that are for sure dates that Longhorn fans can tune in on. Uh, first is this week. It's coming up on Wednesday, and that's July 20th. Uh, Malik Muhammad. Uh, the state's top cornerback prospect is announcing his decision between Texas, Texas A&M, and Alabama. Uh, Muhammad, uh, along with a group of others, was out at the Future 50s event this past weekend. Our Jerry Hamilton was there. Uh, I spoke to Jerry. He said that the Longhorns still look good for, for uh, Muhammad. However, nothing's in, in uh, writing uh, quite yet. Uh, he is expected to make his announcement on Wednesday of this coming week. Again, Muhammad, a blue chip corner out of state champion South Oak Cliff this past year. Uh, the other date, uh, and that happens on July 20th, the other date to keep in mind uh, is August 10th. That's when Cedric Baxter, the nation's top running back out of Orlando's Edgewater High School, uh, announces his decision among a host of schools, including uh, Texas, as well as Texas A&M, Florida, Florida, uh, Florida, and Miami. Uh, Baxter is considered one of the nation's top prospects. Uh, and uh, certainly uh, would be a good battery mate uh, for Arch Manning uh, at uh, the quarterback at running back. So uh, a very interesting grouping right now. Those two dates, keep those in mind. Uh, also of note, Jalen Hale, the wide receiver that uh, Texas continues to push for out of Longview, uh, has said he is pushing his decision back until September. Uh, Jordan Matthews still is on a September timeframe as well. He's a, another cornerback prospect. Uh, JV and Toviano uh, has also moved his decision date back as well uh, in his timeline. So uh, how this all plays out, we're not quite sure uh, yet. Do have a couple of dates that are set in stone. July 20th for Malik Muhammad, uh, August 10th for Cedric Baxter. Those are certainly two of the top recruits Texas is still after in the 2023 recruiting campaign. Talking about uh, offensive football recruiting uh, this uh, today, uh, I wrote an article this morning. Uh, Texas really only going after around six more offensive players at this point. Uh, they already have 11 commitments uh, on offense for this campaign. Uh, at quarterback, they are done. And I'm just going to go position by position because I think that's the important way to look at it. 
At quarterback, they're absolutely done. Arch Manning is the quarterback in this class. He's the number one ranked player in the country. Uh, the uh, New Orleans product and uh, scion of the Manning family uh, is uh, leading uh, a lot of recruitments and trying to help Texas recruit other players. Uh, but as far as other quarterbacks, that's over and done for for the 2023 campaign. At running back, it's a little bit different. Trey Wisner out of DeSoto has already committed to Texas. Uh, he uh, built a great uh, relationship with Tashard Choice. His commitment kind of came out of nowhere, and he's still expected to take other visits. However, Texas feels very confident, and uh, Wisner is showing, uh, you know, I think that he and Tashard Choice have a great uh, uh, matchup. It's also important to note that Texas could lose as many as three running backs this offseason uh, with Bijan Robinson likely headed pro, Roshan Johnson graduating, and then we don't know exactly what Keelan Robinson is going to do. So if Texas is only taking, uh, trying to take two running backs to replace three, uh, it certainly uh, makes sense that both Weiser and the aforementioned Cedric Benson uh, have more than enough room in the backfield uh, to share time and get after it uh, with one another. Uh, so uh, you're looking at that, uh, that leaves us between quarterback and running back, really only one more piece of the puzzle Texas is going after there, and that's running back Cedric Baxter. If you move to wide receiver now, uh, the, the remaining skill position players, wide receiver and tight end, I think it's interesting. Texas already has commitments from Jonte Cook, uh, the state's top rated right, wide out in this recruiting campaign. Ryan Niblett, who is someone that Brennan Marion and uh, head coach Steve Sarkeesian uh, uh, targeted early in the process out of Aldine Eisenhower. And then Jonah Wilson, another guy that Brennan Marion really targeted early uh, as an outside receiver uh, down in Spring, Texas. Those three are committed. Uh, what happens with the remaining spot? Is it possible Texas goes to two spots? Here's the deal. Texas is after two particular players, Jalen Hale out of Longview, uh, one of the state's top overall athletes, top performers in football. He's a really, uh, he, he tests okay. Uh, he's done, he's, he's run well in sprints. He's jumped, long jumped 22 plus feet. So he certainly has some athleticism and some bounce. Uh, but he is a better football player than he is an athlete. Um, catches the ball with his hands. I talked to Jerry Hamilton about this out there this weekend. Uh, he was convinced that Hale really is a better football player at this point than he is anything else, and that's because he catches the ball so cleanly uh, with his hands. Another one that, they're, that is going back and forth with is McCall Harrison Pilot, a uh, young man that's an athlete out of Temple, has played safety, has played corner, has played wide receiver. He's being recruited by the Longhorns as a uh, wide receiver. He is attempting to make a decision between a number of schools, including uh, Texas, uh, Houston, Cal, and a couple of others. It's an interesting recruitment. This is not um, necessarily all the heavyweights, but it's somewhere, it, this is a guy that Texas feels like is a good, a really good football player. I would, I would uh, uh, make him somewhat akin to Billy Bowman. Uh, a couple of years ago out of Denton Ryan, good athlete, uh, two-way player for them uh, that is now a starter for OU in the secondary, although Harrison Pilot uh, projects more on offense at this point. But again, if you're looking just at these, those three skill spots now, at quarterback, running back, and wide receiver, there's only three open spots that they're still – three people that they're still recruiting on that side of the – on that on those positions, running back at, with Cedric Baxter – and Harrison Pilot and Hale at receiver. That means Texas is almost done 
uh, for the skills position spots and can start focusing a lot of its intention uh, in this on the season as well as the 2024 recruiting class. That doesn't mean that Texas is going to stop recruiting these guys or uh, that you know they're not going to continue to go by and see Arch Manning multiple times and Trey Wisner multiple times and Cook, Niblett, and Wilson multiple times. It does mean, however, that the coaching staff can now put their focus on the on the a lot of their focus or at least some of it on the next season. Uh, now, I do say all of this, but there's one caveat to that at the skill position, and that's Deuce Robinson, uh, the nation's number one ranked tight end out of Arizona. Texas has already taken two tight ends. You would think that's uh, enough in a single recruiting class with Will Randall, uh, the pass catcher uh, from New Orleans, Newman, high school teammate of Arch Manning, and Spencer Shannon, uh, the big 6'6", uh, 6'7", uh, almost 225, 230-pound-plus uh, inline tight end out of uh, modern day high school in, in Santa Ana, California. You would think Texas is probably taking enough, but those guys fit more role specific uh, pieces of the puzzle. Deuce Robinson may be what I would call a numbers buster. Uh, he's a guy that you go after regardless of how many other players at a position you've taken. Uh, he is the nation's number one ranked tight end. Now, truth be told, USC is considered the large favorite here. Uh, so don't get uh, too, I'm not getting too wrapped up in it, but Texas is definitely putting uh, uh, the line in the water and trying to hook a big fish. So uh, with Robinson, he is saying that he's going to visit Texas at some point in the future. Uh, Arch Manning is recruiting him as well as some other guys in the recruiting class. And so I do not want to put this out there like Texas is going after just any other tight end, uh, but they are interested in the nation's number one uh, guy from the state of Arizona. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, going on to uh, the offensive line. Uh, this is where Texas has more uh, irons in the fire than they necessarily have spots, which is okay, I think. Uh, not only have, do they have four commitments, uh, but they're willing to take five. So one more uh, to add to the group. They would prefer it to be an offensive tackle uh, commitment, but at the same time, they're not going to turn down what they think is a great player at any position. Uh, the guy's still on the on the board at Texas. Uh, it's interesting. Jaden Chapman, Connor Stroh, Andre Kojo, and Trevor Goosby are all in the boat. Uh, there's Goosby's a tackle. Chapman can play inside or outside. Kojo and Stroh project as guards. Um, Texas wants another tackle to mix with Goosby and Chapman um, just to fill out numbers. Uh, the guys that that they're in on at this point, uh, the two primary ones are Vison Lang and Miles McKay. I am Miles McVeigh. Now, McVeigh, out of the St. Louis area, uh, was at the Future 50 this past weekend. He looks like, to Jerry Hamilton, like he's more of a guard prospect. We'll have to see uh, what that transpires, but he is expected to visit uh, Texas later this month. Uh, so we'll see where the Longhorns fit with him. Vison Lang is a uh, Alabama product who has visited Texas already, saying he wants to get back to Texas uh, yet again here soon. Um, 
those two are the two primary ones. Another one has come up, and that's TJ Shanahan, a young man out of uh, Austin Westlake High School. He did not give Texas much interest early in the process. However, since Texas went on this recruiting run, he, along with several others, have really tried uh, to uh, get after it a little bit with the Longhorn coaches and try to get re-engaged. Texas is taking a little bit of a wait-and-see attitude. They want him to visit, come out, uh, come check him out. However, he's already named a top five and put the Longhorns in it. Will Shanahan, who is originally from the state of Florida, will he go back there? Will he go to A&M, which has been the prohibitive favorite, in my opinion, uh, prior to Texas's even dalliance? I don't know. Uh, and I don't know how hard Texas is actually pushing for Shanahan at this point compared to others, uh, because Shanahan more likely is a guard type than he is a tackle. Uh, the last one I want to mention is the Lance Hurd, uh, because Texas seemingly uh, – discontinued uh interest or discontinued communication with him uh when he he decided not to make his official visit to uh texas uh, a month or so ago that is since picked up but it hasn't necessarily gotten back to the place where it was previously i put zalance hurt in here because he is a tackle he's a five-star prospect out of west or out of uh, uh monroe louisiana and so at a neville high school and so i don't want to uh eliminate him entirely right now but he certainly looks like he's probably uh, on the outside looking in on the numbers what does all this mean I mean I, I'm looking at the numbers right now and and going through them in my head and really I think that that uh, what I see from a Texas perspective at this point is something very very simple Longhorns have 18 total commitments 11 of those are on offense they really are only recruiting six more guys for four more spots because I think they're going to end up with around 15. Uh, Cedric Baxter is absolutely one of those that they want. They need another marquee running back. They absolutely want another wide receiver. So that's two. And then Deuce Robinson would be a numbers breaker and then possibly one more offensive lineman. I could actually see the number ending up being more like 13 or 14. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, and they're currently at 11. Uh, so that's it's, it's very interesting uh, because I, that, that leads me to this next topic, and that's that I foresee the defense being the bulk of the work moving forward in late July into August uh, before the fall season starts. A lot of these guys, uh, whether it's Hunter Osborne, Janarius Brown, um, Malik, Malik Muhammad, uh, some other guys are going to want to try to make their decisions prior to their senior seasons just because of injury. If injury crops up and all of a sudden they don't have a spot secured with their favorite team, uh, that could be uh, problematic. Darian Gallette is already out for his senior season because he uh, hurt a knee uh, during, a, I think it was a pickup basketball game. Uh, so long story short, all of this happening I think that we're going to see a little bit more on offense to set expectations for, for Texas fans. It's a little bit more on offense, but really the lion's share of July and August uh, will be defense. I could see Texas uh, taking up to seven or eight more defensive players compared to just three to four more offensive players in the next month or so. So uh, a lot of people have been asking me what, you know, where, where are the defensive players coming? When are they coming? Uh, Malik Muhammad uh, makes his decision again on Wednesday. I think that could uh, be a, or that would be a huge pickup for the Longhorns at a need position. 
Um, and then you start talking about the Anthony Hills and David Hicks, who is not making a decision early, by the way, the top player in the state out of Katie Paytow. Uh, but all of that to be said, uh, the next, I would say the next month and a half, you will see uh, an additional seven to eight commitments, uh, possibly for the Longhorns, most of them being on the defensive side of the ball. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for today. Tomorrow, I'm going to try to have Jerry Hamilton on so we can talk a little bit about what he saw. And you can hear from him firsthand uh, on the Future 50 event on some of those players. Uh, we also have some uh, other stuff that we want to talk about, including Malik Muhammad leading up to his announcement on Wednesday. Uh, for uh, Inside Texas, which is where I uh, write and post every day, uh, this has been On Texas Football with Bobby Burton. Thank you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.